yeah, welcome, oh, welcome, we welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm Dom. And I'm G. And this is the Cash Cakes Network. And we appreciate you guys for joining us for the real estate fire, the real estate heat. And tonight we actually are bringing the heat. This is true. We've got a, uh, a very high volume. Um, I don't really know how to categorize it. I'm sure he does a lot of strategies, but a high volume real estate buyer, flipper, investor uh, here in, in all of Florida. And um, he's got a lot of great strategies. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. We may go for long periods of time without speaking, but whenever we re-engage, it's just, it's just like old friends. Oh, so 100%. Yeah, so it's awesome. I'm really and he, excited. And he still makes fun of my accent. <laughs> so we've got Chris Kelly in the building. Warren, put, put him on in. Chris, what's up, my man? Hey, how's it going? Really good, really good. How are you out there? I'm good. Can't complain. Sitting in nice, nice Florida in my shorts and flip-flops in an evening. Better than being back in uh, cold England right now. So uh, cannot complain. Oh, yeah. You went to England here recently. Uh, when, when did you get back from England? Uh, just in August. My daughter, just uh, she's in, in kindergarten now. So we've got to kind of go during the sort of summer holiday period. So, uh, so yeah, we spent a month there. And yeah, that was Ooh, good. Oh, wow. I mean, we could, we can talk a little bit more about that, I suppose, about, you know, leaving your business for a month and uh, the things that, you know, you think are on autopilot that maybe are not. And uh, it exposes a lot of holes. And, um, oh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> You didn't even way. test it for like a Monday. You didn't even <laughs> test it for a month. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so it's cold in England in August? Not in August. No, 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 no. I'm oh, saying okay. that, but, that right here where we are now. I'm, right now? You know, oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. Where, where are you located at? Where do you live at now? I live in a uh, in a place called Port Charlotte, Florida, uh, which Port is in Charlotte. Charlotte County, southwest Florida, yeah. So, I'm, uh, so yeah, and... Um, my English background is in, uh, in a place called Yorkshire, if anybody uh, knows, knows where that is. Yeah, New York is called New York because of a place called Old York, and that's where I'm from. Oh, oh interesting. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Hey, so just uh, for some of the people that are watching that may, some may know you, some may not, just give a little bit of background on, on who you actually entirely are. Yeah, I mean, um, so right now, you know, I, I, I've flip and I, you know, so I, I don't really do a lot of wholesaling, I must confess, um, okay. you know, but um, I actually buy, take down either whole tail, whole, you know, whatever, you know, light rehab, heavy rehab, whatever you want to call it. You know, we, we borrow a lot of money, we, we, we take it down, we put it back on the MLS. Um, and we do about 100, 120 houses a year, something like that, something around sort of, you know, eight to 10 a month. Um, all over the state of Florida, we've got stuff going right now in Panama City. We've got stuff going in Pensacola, stuff going down in my area, Fort Myers, Naples. We've, we've got something in, in near you guys, a place called P Palaca. Oh, yeah. Palaca, yeah. Okay. Uh, You're buying in Palaca? We've 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 got yeah Fern, Fern Street in Palaka. If anybody wants to verify that, and then feel free to do so. McClenny, that's near you guys, just yep, west. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're closing on a BC one this week in Stark. I called it Starky when I first yeah. saw the. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we go we go into any markets that you know, any Florida market. You know, we we. 
we'll buy wherever we can see resale comps um, and wherever we think there's a deal. On, on that note, have you ever bought anything in the Keys? Actually, no, uh, not bought anything in the Keys. The closest we've got to the Keys, other than the obvious, which is like Miami, Hialeah, we actually did a deal in Everglades City, um, mm. which is down like, like, gee, you're originally from like Naples area, aren't you? Yeah, I'm from uh, Bradenton, Sarasota area. Ah, okay, so further north than that. But yeah, my, my, Everglades City is like really like the furthest, pretty much one of the furthest places you can get south before you better start swimming over to the Keys. Um, mm. So it's real backwater nowhere. But yeah, we bought this piece of land there for we paid about 20 grand and we, we we put it straight back on the market for, for for about 45 so we made about 25 grand 20 25 grand just on a piece of dirt in uh in everglades city oh Sweet. wow never That's been crazy. there so there you go so in in a, a lot of these um rural cities Right. There's a lot of mobile homes. Do you flip mobile homes as well? We do indeed. I think that's something I wanted to get across to you. You know, your network of, of you know, Cash Geeks network, etc. You know, you've got a lot of wholesalers and um, a lot of wholesalers have not got outlets for, for, for certain asset classes. Right. Or certain areas. So, again, we, we will buy we buy a lot of mobile homes. Um, the only type of mobile home we don't touch is. Um, is stuff that's not on land. So in stuff right. that's in, in communities and stuff like that. But even even there, we have actually started investigating outlets for that where um, we're thinking about like buying these, um, you know, when people say, oh, look, you know, it's it's in a 55 community, it's $500 a month and I can't afford to pay the HOAs anymore. So just give me a couple of grand for the, for the unit, right? You must right. get, you guys get leads like that where the, and, yeah. and, and yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking about like buying all these things and storing them somewhere. And then when we get houses that need, you know, or mobiles that are teardowns, we can just, mm -hmm. we can just clear them off and then put in the, 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 the newer unit. Right. So we're even looking into, into st stuff like that. There's the zoning regulations that go into it and you've got to find somebody that's going to physically go pick it up move it put it down so then there's a plumbing to be hooked in and the electric to be sucked in so there's it's not as simple as um you know can't hook it up to the back of the hitch on on your truck up, okay. no no but um i think there could be good money in that in in buying tear down mobiles and um and then pre-storing these um you know give them aways that, that that don't come with land we know a couple of people that do that actually. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. know people that do yeah. that. Yeah, really. In all of Florida yeah. and all of Texas. <clears throat> yep. And yeah, they, we can they refer do that exact model. They just buy stuff. They they like to buy mobile homes without the land. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me I've invented something that's already been invented. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to find something <laughs> that hasn't been invented these days. <laughs> he doesn't do it. I, I don't think they do it the way that you're talking about. Um they just that's what they do they just buy the mobile homes move them and then just sell the mobile homes so I see. it's not like they buy a piece of land and try to connect the mobile home yeah they just flip mobile homes with yeah out the land basically yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. right 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 so real quick inside of there you're you talking about the land that you bought in everglades city yeah um it was a piece of dirt as far south as possible in the middle of nowhere and you had the confidence to take it down and put it back on the market so what gives you that confidence and the reason i'm asking that question is because 
um, it's a, it's a risk. It's a risk. It's in the middle of nowhere. Who the hell is going to want that that piece of land? So you just do comps and you see the purchases, and that gives you the the buy price confidence to do it in days on market and things like that, or or what? Yeah, I think it's a it's it's a group of things, right? It's okay. um, maybe we'll just go. Well, let's rewind a little bit here because I think everybody you know sees people who do volume and they go. Oh my god, I could never do that. Like, like, you didn't just wake up one day and just suddenly start. I, I didn't wake up one day and suddenly start doing this. Right? I was just as blown away when I went to one of the first educational places I ever went to, which is which is how I kind of met you guys through the sort of um, through a, a joint mentor of ours who was like flipping fifty houses a month, and I was like, "That's impossible. It can't be done." And, um, and I remember him talking about like pinning. He called it pinning the tail on the donkey, right? And sometimes when you're flipping houses at scale, you kind of do have to pin the tail on the donkey. But you got to kind of take it as a, if I only lose on one in 10 deals, then I'm winning on nine. Right. And so I find that when you're smaller, like I was four or five years ago, and it's my first deal and and I've got my life savings at risk, right? Then yeah, you've got to be real sure that that what you're buying is 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 bulletproof. You better know everything about that. You better know where the schools are. You better know everything, the ins and the outs. Mm-hmm. But I think once you get to you know a, a reasonable scale, you can start affording to take some risks. Um, yeah. And 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 listen, you know, no sometimes no risk, no gain. Um, yeah. Sometimes the fact that nobody else is buying it because nobody else has got the you know the experience so i think it comes down to experience i think it comes to scale and then exactly the points that you were just touching on there dom was you know if we can see some reasonably sensible comps two or three of them um zillow is very good these days maybe a lot of people laughing at this might go up you know you know i can't believe you're running comps on zillow we do have the mls in multiple (coughs) areas we have jacksonville we have the all central florida we've got tampa area down all the way down to, to Naples area. But when you're buying in, you know, Palatka, Palatka and Crescent Starkey. City and Dude, I called it Starkey before I knew it was Stark too. <laughs> there you go. And when you buy it, we're going to tonight we're calling it Starkey G, right? Yes. Kind of, but when you're buying in Starkey, um, you've just got to go on Zillow and you've got to just draw a ring around that thing right. and then change it to the, the the sold ones, which give you the little yellow ones, and you've got to pick some fairly loose parameters. And you just okay. got to make make going to make some educated decisions um, and educated guesses sometimes. sometimes. No, that's awesome, and I'm and I'm happy that you're bringing that up because um, I feel the same way. I feel like people underestimate Zillow, right? It's it's not the fact that you're going off of the Zestimate. It's that Zillow is pulling the data that people are putting on public record or MLS. Most people, when they list the property on MLS, they want it to go on Zillow to get more exposure. That's right. So most realtors listing their properties put it on Zillow. Then when they mark it closed, they have to mark the price, how much it sold for. That gets read on Zillow, and now you can pretty much do comps. You know, is it as as perfect as the MLS? You know, probably not. But one thing that Zillow does get that Z- that MLS doesn't get is public record, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times on Zillow there is shows something that's sold that's from public record that isn't on on the MLS. Um, so I I'm totally agree. That up, somebody who's as experienced of a flipper as you, <clears throat> you know, 
you you use Zillow. I mean, the data is the data. It doesn't matter where you get it from, right? And, and yeah. I think when I when I passed my my real estate license back in 2013, 2014, um, you know, we were told Zillow was kind of not laughed at, but, but I think however the feed worked from the MLS down to realtor.com and down to Zillow, there was holes in it and there was breakages in it. And I think that a lot of data that went into Zillow, there was a lot of mispricing and there was a lot of, mm. a lot of bad data getting or no data getting fed into Zillow. I think fast forward six, seven years, I think Zillow is, is getting as much data as, as, accurate data right. as, as, as reasonably possible. It's rare I go in and see his estimate of, you know, 2.4 million anymore, and it should be 240 grand, you know, it's, right. getting, it's right. getting better. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So 120 flips a year. I know people have a hard time scaling in just one market, right? So how are you able to scale and manage crews all over Florida? with difficulty <laughs> uh remember what i was telling you about i left for a month and you know it exposes some holes in oh your my business gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so my, my head of construction he was a he was a hole and uh so he had to go but anyway that's another story um so how do we scale so the way i've scaled my business is i'm not looking for a particular type of house I'm looking for a particular type of, of seller, right? I'm looking for that motivated seller and I'm looking for that amazing deal. And I don't care where I've got to go to get it. Um, and if today's amazing deal is in Miami, then we're in Miami. And if tomorrow's amazing deal is in, is in um, you know, Tallahassee, <laughs> then guess what? We're, we're, we're 12 hours drive away and we're, we're getting the deal. Mm. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, it's a bit of a limiting belief thinking that they can only do deals in their local market. Um, it's, it's not it's not actually true. I, I also think that people without without trying to offend anybody here, I think maybe like DocuSign has had a, a negative effect on people. And then maybe COVID, the COVID thing, let's do everything virtually. Let's lock up contracts while while you're all driving around. I'm locking up contracts on the phone. Some people don't want to lock up contracts on the phone. Some people want you to get your ass out of bed. They want you to get in a car and they want you to drive four hours and they want you to go and do it, do the deal. They want to be done, dealt with face to face. And if my closer, if I've got an amazing deal in, you know, Panama City and um, and I've got to pay 200 bucks to put my closer on a plane, I'm, I'm taking that gamble all day long. Mm. Nice. Yeah. How oh, many awesome. how many plane flights do you think you guys did this year to lock up deals? Not that many. Not that okay. many. I'm okay. using it as an extreme example. Um, okay. But you know, we talk, we talk about these absentee owners, don't we? You know, we talk about them them being like motivated and so on and so forth. You know, we we have been into to Georgia and Alabama and places like that, not to buy that to to not that the assets. The assets in Florida, but if that person is in an out of state place and they're saying, you know, I don't for whatever reason, they, they want you to meet face to face. And, you know, I've heard of other people doing it other ways, getting local realtors and so on and so forth. There's ways to skin the cat. I guess what I'm just trying to say is, is that so many people want to to pepper one geographical area. Um, because they know it and it's local and they can be there within 10 minutes and so on and so forth. If I'm chasing a 40 grand deal, 
I don't care where I'm going for it. Mm. I guess in terms of then scaling crews and stuff, um, there's a lot you can do remotely these days. Um, a lot of Facebook groups that you can join, buy, sell, trade, um, right. Pensacola, and you can put some pictures of the house and you can go, boom, you know, I need uh, somebody to give me, you know, some prices on this, 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 and this. You can put, put a scope together. Um, you can even put the scope as a link on like Facebook so that people go, okay, you know, I can see the scope. Yes, I'm interested. Okay, no problem. Send us your insurance to show that you're legit. Okay, you've got insurance. Here's the lockbox code. Um, so you using third party home ins licensed home inspectors using um mm. i won't say we use licensed contractors like i'm a, I'm, a, I'm building florida state contractor but there's a lot of handymen that yep. still have to have a handyman license they still have to have insurance they're still yep. you know put me a lockbox on the door take me some pictures you know is that did the house burn down yesterday no you know um Yes, we'll send you a send me some reviews. Yes, we'll send you a deposit, but we're only sending you you know twenty percent to get started. Send, and then and then we send it just like a bank does when you get in a draw. We send it out back a licensed home inspector. Have they trashed it out? Have they done this? Have they done some drywall work? Yes, they have. Okay, now let's give them another draw. Is it bulletproof? No. Um, do you find con bad contractors from time to time, and you end up paying them? you know, 10 grand and they end up running off your money. Yeah. But again, I think it's coming back to this, this concept of scale, isn't it? And yeah, when you're chasing deals as meaty as we we're chasing them, you know, a 30, 40, 40 grand deal and a contractor runs off with five grand of your money. You've just got to, you know, you've just got to lick your wounds and, 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 mm. and find another guy and, and keep the ball, keep moving. <laughs> right, right, right. So you mentioned licensed home inspectors. Um, do you, did you pick them because they tend to be a little bit more trustworthy when you're looking at large geographical areas, like all of Florida or an entire state or region or something like that? Yes. And we, we find them to be impartial because we find that let's say both Dom and G are both, both handymen in Jacksonville, right? If we send Dom round to check G's work, Dom, you're just going to absolutely blow him up and go, this wasn't, this isn't done right. This isn't done right. And that's done right. And vice versa. Mm. Right? Whereas we find licensed home inspectors, they don't want to be handymen. They don't want to be drywall guys. They don't want to be painters. They don't want future work off us. So they're not shitting on the other guy to try and get future work. Right. So mm. we also find that they tend to be people who are knowledgeable about construction, who don't really want to do construction anymore. And um, if they're willing to do a full home inspection, you know, get on the roof, get, you know, right, 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 over, right. you know, whatever you pay, he's done 300 bucks. They're more than happy to do a kind of eyeball walkthrough for us for 150, 150 bucks. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That was that was my next question. So basically, um, so how many? So if you're giving, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't think about that. If you're giving like 20% down to start the project, do you basically have an inspector check it um, like five times throughout the stat? Is it twenty waves of twenty percent? Yeah, or twenty five percent. Yeah, so it's it, it can be you know twenty twenty five percent depending on how warm we feel about the contractor or not. Right, if they've got loads of Google reviews, uh, fine. But if we think that they're um, you know 
a bit weird and wonderful in in, mm -hmm. in Palatka, then we're going to try and right, right. against okay. the people of Palatka. But uh, I live in Port Charlotte. But uh, yeah, well, you, you get what we're going. It, it's, Absolutely. it's and listen, people that we've worked with for years and years and years, <clears throat> we're giving fifty percent down. That's that's sure. right, right, yeah. right. But so if you have someone in an outside remote market, you gave them twenty percent down. Then you have a licensed home inspector check it every time you're going to give them another wave of money. So you'd have to pay them 100 to 150 bucks each time they go out. Yeah. And that's just obviously budgeted into the deal. It has to be. We've tried to not do that. We've tried to say to people, you know, you send us some photographs. Um, and then they just send you the two walls that they've painted and not the two walls behind them that they haven't. <laughs> you know or or like or like laminate floor you think oh that looks good but then when you start sending buyers round and 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 realtors round you realize that it's not clicked together fully right mm -hmm. or you know let's go the other way not click together fully let's go like laminate floor they've not cut enough um expansion joints around the edges and then within two weeks of them pay getting paid the money the, the floor's bubbling because it's expanding so I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't just go off pictures alone. We've tried and we failed. Um, yeah. I think the, the, the next place we're potentially going to go, but again, I don't like the idea of this because it sounds like a logistical nightmare, is um, for about 300 bucks, you can get these cameras now. that We, all, we always struggle with, with a lot of these houses don't have power and a lot of these houses definitely don't have Wi-Fi. So we can't get cameras. And they've developed now a lot of much better. They run off 3G. Um, they're battery powered, you know, Duracell batteries. And um, the motion detected as well. So I don't think we're going to be able to enforce quality using them. But what I do think we're going to be able to enforce is, is in time. When a, real, when a contractor's saying, yeah, we're here, we're working, you know, you can be like, call bullshit and go, well, you weren't there on Monday and you weren't there on Wednesday. Right. And, Right. And I know because I'm watching you. Nice. So, and the inspector might install that for you before the contractor crews. Yeah. One of the first things that we do on any job is we, the day that we own it, we get somebody around there just to secure the property. So it's, it board up any windows or, or, you know, change the locks, whatever that looks like, and put a lockbox on the door. Um, and at least then from there, you're in control of the asset and you can start getting trash out prices and all that good stuff and there's basically no handyman in the world that can f that up right because you're literally changing uh a lock and installing a 30 dollar lock box i mean um so yes in theory we could as part of that sop have that that person look install the lock box and install this camera somewhere in the living room pointing at the front door. Um, but now you're trusting somebody with a $300 camera that what are you gonna do? What we're gonna do? We're gonna overnight it to them. I mean, then we've got to package it. There's a lot more logistics involved in that than just, you know, Venmoing somebody 50 bucks and saying, go and get a lockbox from Home Depot. Right, so right. It's, we don't do it yet, but we're, 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 ex we're thinking about it. Well, if you need any, any help in Jacksonville, I'll, I'll have somebody install the camera. No problem. McClenny can be the first one. McClenny. Oh, that's too far. That's too far. Jacksonville is not McClenny. 
Okay. It's just <laughs> west of you, right? So, so you mentioned that you buy everywhere in Florida. Doesn't matter where you'll buy anywhere in Florida. And before the show, and, and you know, people that are watching the show now, they heard you say Everglades City, Starkey, McClenny. Um, so what's the most weird place that you've purchased in in Florida? Jacksonville. <laughs> Next door to G's house. The most weird. I don't know. I'd say that we've we've got we've got a pretty remote one in uh, in Laurel Hill, which is in the Panhandle, right near the Alabama border. I believe is Laurel Hill. Mm, Laurel Hill. Okay. Somebody wants to check that out. It's like I can't remember the door number. It's Flowers, Flowers Drive. Laurel Hill. Laurel Hill is a good one. Um, Venus, right? That's, that's Venus, Florida. Was uh, we bought one on Earnhardt Drive in uh, in Venus? They can check that one out. But um, yeah, that, Venus. I don't even it's know like central, Venus. like like near. Gotcha. It's south of Okeechobee. It's like near Clewiston. It's on the twenty-seven. I think. So oh, okay, if, yeah, Laurel Hill. So if you get a property in a city that you've never heard of or never have done a project in, what's the list of vendors that you have to now round up to complete the project? If by vendors you mean like like contractors, right? Yeah, any boots on the ground that you need. We stay away from heavy rehabs for start. Okay. okay no, so so and what I like to do is I like to have a licensed roofer do the roof. I like to have a licensed AC person do the AC. I have a licensed pool person to do a pool. Um, and then I like a, you know, a licensed handyman to do basically everything else. Paint, laminate, clean, cabinets, you know, down to the final clean. And why do I like that? Because when you get into heavy rehabs, the, the plumber can, you know, the, 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 the carpenter can hold up the plumber. The, the electrical guy can hold up the, the drywall guy. The drywall guy can then hold up the, the painter. And you end up with these trades that are dependent on other trades. Mm -hmm. And when one trade lets you down, the domino rally breaks. If my handyman doesn't show up on a Monday, does that stop the roof of doing work? Nope. If, if the roofer doesn't show up on the Wednesday that he promised me he was going to show up, does that stop the AC man doing his work? No. Those four things are very um, not linked to each other in terms of time. Gotcha. Oh, that's amazing. So, so, so generally, the the longest person on the job is is the person doing the the laminate, the paint, the 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 clean out, you know, the the the, the landscaping. So generally, you know, you've got four to six weeks to organize a roof if you need it, an AC if you need it, and a pool rehab if you need it. All you've really got to do is focus on that other, that one guy saying, when is it going to be done? When's that going to be done? When do you need your next draw? We're coming to inspect it. He's, he's your person on your, as it's known, the critical path. Gotcha. So I have a, I have an interesting question because I know one of your things is, and, you know, when we've, when we've, um, sold you properties in the past you've just bought them sight unseen yeah right um so how are you calculating your purchases and you're saying that you're getting the estimates after you bought it yeah so what, what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing to calculate because most people are like oh, i'm gonna go look at a house okay i need a you know i can't put in my offer unless my contractor goes and walks it with me right 
and then they might their contractor might go out there and they're like oh wait i need another guy to look at this and this right um mm -hmm. and so it can hold up the wholesaler right on dispositioning the property on selling the property um i know one of you know speaking as a wholesaler when a buyer comes in either you know either walks it first time does a you know uh, a de emd deposit after that doesn't need to walk it again or doesn't even need to walk it looks at pictures tell me what you know about it hey based on what you're telling me and what i'm seeing this is my number this is where i can be at sight unseen right mm -hmm. like those are strong offers to wholesalers um and sometimes you know a sight unseen offer i'll take less for a sight unseen offer rather than have to disturb the seller or disturb the tenant or whatever right i'd rather make a little less on a sight unseen offer with a good buyer that i know is you know coming through um so how are you calculating all that in a market where you don't have a crew and you have no idea what the prices are going to be like there well just before i answer your question I do just want to kind of get that out there that, that, you know, anybody who is struggling for buyers or wants to build a buyer's list or um, doesn't have buyers in certain areas, you know, put, put me down as, 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 as you go to, you know, I'm, I'm happy to take, um, to look at any, my team, my team are looking at deals all day, every day. Um, and how, yet how can to, people find you in case some people hop off. So they can eat just, they can email us uh, acquisitions at fast sale florida so that's acquisitions at fast sale florida don't ask me to spell acquisitions because i'm dyslexic but acquisitions at fast sale florida you can get you can follow me on instagram um see at ck house flipper um what was it acquisitions at what at fast sale florida.com um and i have a team of people looking at deals all day um so how do we run numbers on 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 those i think is 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 your question well let's just before i go into how do we run numbers yes i would like to think of myself as a strong buyer because things that we can do where other buyers can't is exactly like we, we nearly did that deal where you contacted me a couple of months ago saying um it's a it's a sinkhole house and um we're supposed to buy supposed to close in two days or three days and they've walked right yeah you don't have time now to find a buyer who now needs to rewalk a property start getting contractor bids start doing all this kind of stuff my price might not always be as as sweet as as, as other buyers on your list but you know that i'm not going to mess you around you know that we're going to give you an offer within probably 15 minutes and right. um if you get left at the altar by your buyer and you've now got a day to close and you need somebody to come in at least give you an offer right even if you might not like the offer at least you've got you know my details in your in your in your wallet right you can email us and say red alert you know buyer walked i've got my, my emd's already hard what can you do what's your offer even if you break even or don't make a massive fee i mean i hope you do make a fee i don't really care um at least you can keep your seller happy at least you can avoid breaking contracts and so on and so forth yeah yeah so how do we do it in those remote areas um we back to experience one we we've built a calculator that we basically take the last 10 off we, we look at it in a quarter and we go 
right? How many houses did we paint the inside this last quarter? Okay. And we basically go, this one was a thousand square foot. This one was 2000 square foot. This one was 1500 square foot. Da, da, da. And we work out not in terms of the, the wall square footage, we work out how many dollars per square foot it is to paint the inside of a house on average. Mm. And then we do that with external paint. We do that with roofs. We do that with um, baseboard, flooring, so on and so forth. So even when we're in a remote market, yeah, it might vary a little bit, but it's not going to vary. It's not going to blow us up, you know, astronomically. And if somebody did blow us up astronomically, we'd just get one of our people from, and we just pay them some travel time. We've even right. got people who right. just said, hey, listen, I've got an RV. Um, it's me and the wife. So, you know, we're, we're okay spending, you know, five days on the job and then driving home for the weekend, five days on the job and driving home. So we've always got to get out a jail free card in right, some right. of the people that we've used a thousand times awesome. already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we run that, we look at pictures and, and, and this is where wholesalers sending us deals. This is a massive don't for us. Try and find out about the age of the AC. Try and find out about the age of the roof. Because if you want us to give you, it, if we say to you, how old's the roof? And you say, I don't know. We're going to price in there for roof replacement. Right. That's right. only going to hurt your potential assignment fee by giving us less information. Hmm. Right. And I, and I don't think that it hurts them just from you guys, just in general. I think it hurts the less information you have, the more people have to build in their fail safes so they don't lose on the deal. The if more risk. They're, right? they're, yeah, they're not going to want to take a loss just so you can take a win. Everyone really has to win, and it has to be a fair trade for fair services. I think one of the things that we did over time in our wholesale business is our acquisitions team, they gather a bunch of information. And then after the fact, once we actually lock up the deal under contract, then they have an assistant person for the salespeople that calls back and just gathers a lot more detailed information. Yeah. So we're yeah. not just, you know, going over a lot of details on deals that we're not going to get under contract. Right. So once it is under contract, they're getting a lot of detailed property information, detailed deed information and everything, because the buyers are always asking for it. doesn't matter how experienced they are, how inexperienced they are. They want to know that information. And if you can sell that information with your deal, you're going to be able to sell better. 100%. And, you know, something that, and I'm not going to mention any names, but it was very good course, by the Drop way. Drop the name, Chris. <laughs> so yeah. I remember going to, to, to Raphael's wholesale course. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'd three, three years ago now, something like that, four years ago. And he was very proud of the fact that he was like zero days inspection, never giving somebody zero day, never given one day inspection. And I'm like, that's cool. I admire that. But I thought to myself, but now as that from from the flipper's point of view, right, you're you're putting the more risk on me. So with the more risk you put on me, the lower my offer's going. And we actually find that that some of the better deals that we do, the bigger assignment fees that that, that people make when we get down to the hood. It's where people have given us, listen, we're not stringing you out. We're not daisy chaining you. We're not asking for 15 days or whatever. Sometimes it can be, look, give us one day inspection period right, right. because it's a mobile home built in the 60s and the floors could be absolutely dust. Like, Wait, they built them great back then in the 60s. <laughs> <didn't they? laughs> so give us one day to send somebody out to walk in an S shape 
or snake shape around that and just we need to know what the quality of those floors are and some we're we're amazed when wholesalers go nope we're not doing any inspection days well then well you're an idiot then hmm. because if you give us one day inspection period you might make 10 grand but if you give us zero days inspection period we're out might be no deal yeah because it's not a three, two on a slab, you know, we will buy with zero a day's inspection period. But when, I, when, I'm, when I'm telling you that it's a risky deal, right? It's, right. it's, yeah, you know, it's changes. It's older. It's, we don't know how old the roof is. We don't know how old the AC is. Then our offer is going to go down more risk. The offer is going down, um, yeah. Yeah. which means the more your assignment fee is going down. No, that's true. That's true. But, um, but yeah, man, like, how many times do you have to use the same crews and have them traveling around everywhere? We we have ended up with like a very ha you know handful of crews. We just don't we don't have enough, but we have ended up with a handful. I think that our guys, you know, and back in 09, 2010, I was back in England. I was a handyman tiling stuff and painting stuff, and I used to hate giving prices for stuff and then not winning the work. I used to hate, you know, painting one bedroom because the house has probably got carpet in it and you do I take my shoes off, don't I take my shoes off. My point is, is that I think what crews like with us is we don't even ask them to bid jobs anymore. What we do is we take our that, that calculator, which works out a fair rate, right. and we say, this is the rate we're paying for paint. Can you do it, yes or no? So there's not even like this bidding of jobs going on. And they go in there, they've got the whole house themselves. They can bang the radio on. They can do it at their own leisure. All I want is the house back in four weeks. I don't care if they start in that bedroom, that bedroom. They don't have to put furniture over with plastic. And I think that working for Sally Q as a handyman is very, very different to just blitzing through houses for us and just, just right, let's do all the painting. Now let's do all the flooring. Now let's do all the baseboard. You know, we can finish when we want. We can start as early as we want. It's it's a much more pleasant working. And then people are not chasing the money at the end. You know, they've painted, you know, Mrs. Smith's bedroom and then she's refusing to pay or, or you know what I mean? Whatever. I don't know. It's, so we did, we have retained a, a good handful of guys, but, you know, we've got to know where they live too, you know. If that one lives in Tampa, he's probably only willing to go up to right, you know, right. Spring Hill and maybe down to Sarasota. He's only going to want to go like a mile and a half in a general direction. So, well, sure it, it also can be a really big win for the people that would have uh, given you um, a bid for the job that would have been lower. And you're saying, here, I can pay this. And they're like, holy shit, I'll definitely do that. So that's a super win. It is. But it saves us time too. It saves us having to get three three bids, and then the the lowest bid comes in. We've never used them before. Are they going to be shitty? Are they not? We don't know. We know what a fair rate is, and we know what people can make money at. And let's move on to the next deal. Literally, even if we're over, if we're paying that guy two or three grand more than he thought he was going to get, you know, when you're doing the volume we're doing, we we don't have the time to to worry about that. It's just let's get him busy. Let's get him going. Let's let's fight. Let's get the next deal. Yeah, and time is super important, so I can totally understand that. So um, are, are you, obviously, so it sounds like it's very systemized. You have processes. And when it comes to your list of materials, right, same materials every time, same paint colors, kind Basically. of like, can you talk a little bit about that? 
I can, yeah. Um, my wife, Steph, is the one who, um, you know, picks up on all that kind of uh, good stuff. And she nice. simplified it into two two very clear categories because we don't we don't if we can avoid ripping stuff out we will so if the existing tile is like a is a warmer tone a brown a yellow you know not yellow i don't need to think like bright like you know like your, your lemons on your truly or your pineapple sorry <laughs> but you know where i'm going if it's a beige right um, she classes that as a warm tone so now we're going with warm tones throughout the house if you've got a beige tile and then you put like a, a, a cold gray or silver paint on the wall they're going to clash um mm -hmm. oh that's interesting but so so it depends what's existing is what i'm trying to say to you so we're, we're right, going, right. If, if we're keeping the kitchen are, are they brown doors or are they white doors because if the white doors that's a cool tone so now we're going to go probably with cool tones but if it's a brown door then it's it's a warmer tone so we've basically got it down to two and the decision making is done by what is existing in the house that we're trying to keep because we're trying to save money on. Mm. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's very, very cool. cool. I've never heard that because I, I've listened to a lot of flippers and they're just like very cookie cutter and, you know, whatever. But I like that you've created your cookie cutter system around color schemes on what can we save from the house. I think if you were tearing everything out, it'd be a totally different story. And you'd go right. with whatever the, whatever the, um, you know, the, um, the fashion is of the time, right? right. You're just, you're just, okay. Well, you know, glass inlays are popular at the moment. So <laughs> just tear all the bathrooms out. We'll do, and you know, what was the one on, on flip and flop that was really popular a couple of years ago? The, the inlaid shower, uh soap dish holder right where they cut into the the, the two by fours and that make a little anyway um we, we don't do that because we're trying Those are flipper to... shows man yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. We, we watch we watch wholesaling shows like wolf of wall street and oh uh... really <laughs> boiler room boiler room that's, that's what we watch. boiler room one of my favorites um yeah, it's a great, great movie so so yeah it, it, we're really trying to salvage existing stuff Right. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Super smart. Super smart. What's the most expensive rehab you've ever had to do? Oh, it was a disaster. Um, <laughs> Next topic. Uh, anybody who wants to verify this, uh, they can. It was 2097 Doria Street. Uh, remember it better than your own house, don't you? <laughs> in Port Charlotte, Florida. Now, believe it or not, we bought a house it was a three two with a pool on three lots for fifteen thousand dollars and um fifteen thousand dollars three lots so fifteen thousand um no so that'd be well, how many square feet yeah thirty thousand square feet of of, of dirt the yeah. house is about fifteen hundred square feet with a pool um fifteen grand and um really i should have what i should have done is whole tailed it i should have taken it down cleared some of the trees trashed it out and put it straight back on the mls but stupid and uh, greedy me at the time i was like no we're gonna we're gonna fix this up i can make this really nice and i did make it really nice if you go on zillowreels.com you'll see the pictures on that it place looks awesome 2097 doria street but it did cost like 150 grand. I mean, Jeez. we ended up spending 15 grass, 15 grand on grass, just on oh, sod, on sod alone. Um, 
And even it was like the, the horror show that you know you think you've you've evaded the um, the the what's that on scream the guy with the knife or whatever you think oh yes the, the show is over and then he comes back for one last last stab right <laughs> on the day the day that it was done final clean going on the market happy days we send our cleaner in there and um, she's running the the faucets and all the rest of it and basically all the septic tank just started coming up through the Oh my god. So the septic was shot. So then we had to replace the septic tank. It went on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh so we spent about 150 grand in that, yeah. And we ended up making about 30 grand, but it was nowhere near worth the the lift. We we could have made just 50 or 60 grand by cutting some trees down and um You live and learn, man. That's exactly right. You do live and learn. It's an experience thing. It's definitely an experience thing. I thought I was gonna make, you know six figures on that thing and man we just got we got torn to pieces we take uh, the l's as lessons not as losses yeah <laughs> what's your next question what's my biggest loss um <laughs> what's your biggest lesson what's my biggest lesson um aka loss okay yeah so well, yeah okay let's see what you're doing there but the biggest loss i've forgotten the street i've, I've forgotten the dawn number it was on vincent ave in Punta Gorda and um, lost about 40 grand on that, 45 grand. And, uh, and I still think back to it and I go, how did it not sell for what I thought it was going to sell for? We, I just totally <laughs> misread the, 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 you know, the ARV on it. And, um, and yeah, I did a heavy. You were, using, and- you were using a wholesaler's ARV, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, rehab five bucks, ARV a million bucks. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I lost about forty grand on that one. So that that was and that was fairly early on in my career too. That gave me some sleepless nights. Um, oh man, jeez, tough. So how do you recover from that? You know, because people that prevents people from uh, getting into the game or taking more action is like. Man, you know, yeah, Chris is flipping all these houses, but damn, he just lost forty grand on a flip. What if I lost forty grand on a flip? Like, because I think, like how I said, you deal with that. I think, like I said, really on. I think if I'd lost forty grand on my first ever flip, I'd have been, you know, crying. Um, I think Tiffany, if you guys probably know Tiffany High, uh, I think she did that. I think oh, yeah, her yeah. first, I think Tiff's first ever flip, she lost like a hundred grand. And fair play to her, she got back on the horse because I'm not sure if I would have done. Um, Jeez. I think my first ever flip <clears throat> made 40 grand, 17 bunker circle in Rotunda. And um, when I lost 40 grand on Vincent Ave, I just kind of thought to myself, okay, well, that that was a draw then. Mm. You know, one, one. But yeah. I was already five or six flips in by then. So I was like, but I'm already winning. Okay, so so the 40 loss over there, 40 win over there. But somewhere in the middle with the other three or four that I've done, we've made like, you know, 200 grand. So I'm still up 200 grand. So let's keep going. Um, right, right. I think if it had been my first one, I'd have been punched in the mouth by 40 grand. I think it'd have been, I don't think I'd have been sitting here talking to you guys tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so do you look at the numbers like out of 120 flips in a year, what's the percentage that you'll take losses on? Is it like 10? You're preparing for 10 losses with the way you operate? I would say so. And you've just got to get – we're buying a lot. 
we're buying a lot less that have got um, older homes with crawl spaces now. You know, we've 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 definitely been burned by um, like really termite-ridden, framed nineteen mm. twenties. You know, on 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 sort of stilts homes. Yeah, yeah. Unless we can get an inspection period on those, at the moment we're just kind of so we're learning our lessons for sure. Um, but yeah, if I think that we buy some, I think we've got about four, maybe five bad apples on the books, you know, right now, um, that have kind of slipped in from, oh, we'll be okay into like heavy. Um, I think where we're getting the whole market, I would say is we seem to be getting those out of those about even at the moment, because the market's appreciating that fast that right. even though we're making we're getting it blown up by construction costs and construction time. By the time we actually get to the disposition of it, right? You're like, holy crap! This thing, us messing this up. Actually, we went up sixty grand, so that's covered our sixty grand's worth of headaches over here. But right, right. not a normal market, obviously, by by any means, um, and it's not here to stay. <laughs> we're going to enjoy it while it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So about 10%. That's kind of like that traditional construction buffer number, right? You build in a 10% buffer on your construction costs. Do you guys do that as well? Yeah, I mean, 10% probably isn't that big a number in terms of construction. I was actually having this conversation. We we're talking about some of our KPIs in our in our meeting only two weeks ago. You know, when you've got a construction budget, it's on average of about 30 grand. 10% doesn't, 10% over or 10% under doesn't really swing the needle to be brutally honest with you whether right, something is right. done for 27 grand or 20 or 33 grand what's more important to us is that it gets done to a decent standard at a decent time um you know and that when we're putting it back on the market we're not getting you know this was badly rehabbed the laminates this or the paints that you know we we'd time time and quality is very very important to us now i'm not saying cost is not important what i'm trying to say is 10 percent. i don't think is really gonna good gonna swing the dial and again for us when when we're buying a house we always look at our worst case right so if we're going predicted profit 30 grand um if we sell it for 10 percent, what we do actually do is go if we tell it for 10 percent less than we think what's our position now and if our position is still a gain of like six or seven grand then you can start thinking okay well if construction goes six or seven grand wrong as well so okay we sell it for 10 percent less than we thought and we get beat up in construction are we are we now still at break even yes right. we are at break even okay let's do the deal mm. oh sweet <clears throat> so if, if your conservative is your super conservative is break even you'll do it yeah and that and, and i agree man as far as like no and and it's true because like this this is how you scale this is how you grow right you take those deals and hey worst case scenario i don't make any money cool let's put another one on the books because if i don't you know and and and, and i say no to all these opportunities you're not going to be doing a lot of deals it's, it's going to be hard well i think that the data and the numbers are proving that most of the time it will work because if you're doing 120 deals a year and 10 of them go wrong, 90% of your stuff is going right with taking with that mindset of taking right. 
that risk, that same exact risks. So how many of those deals would you not have done, do you think? That's exactly right. If, 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 if you're doing 100 deals, 120 deals a year, so that's somewhere between 3 and 3.6 million. Um, you've got to lose on a lot of deals to, to, to not get 3.6 million. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. right. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? So if you, what you're saying is you lose on 10% of them, so you lose 300 grand. You've gone from 3.6 to 3.3. Who, who on this call doesn't want to get 3.3 million? Right, right. right do, do the deal. It was, I was at a, um, uh, a mastermind. Uh, it's a guy who actually lives in, uh, in Cape Coral, Russ, Russ Whitney, his name. Oh, and yeah. um, he's, he's like, he's semi basically retired now. I think he's Russ. Um, but I think his revenues at one point, he was building condos in Costa Rica and all the rest of it. I think he was up to about like 120 million a year in, in gross rev at one point. Um, but that's what he said on stage. He just said, if you are, um, if you're not losing money on deals, it's because you're not doing enough deals. <laughs> mm. nice. so so 120 million in in fix and flips yeah i mean he was developing condominiums um timeshares development he was you know crazy um big yeah, that's amazing hey but, um, i know we're getting very close to the tail end i wanted to ask sure. you a two-part question um the first part is can you do a heck of a lot more here in Florida? Can you double? Can you triple? Are those opportunities out there or potentially out there? And the second part of the question is whether the answer to that is yes or no, would you pick up another market or another state? Interesting. Um, I think the answer is yes. You could easily double, treble. I think the deals are out there. I think that people who say that the deals are not out there are either not looking hard enough or they're not, or they're doing the same stuff everybody else is doing. And there's so many fishermen in that pond that, that it's hard to catch the fish, right? You've got to, and I know this is so easy to say, um, but you've got to figure out the ponds that people are not fishing in. That's where you've got to go and, and, and do and, and find deals. Um, again, like I said to you, you know, no secrets, one of my ponds that nobody else is fishing in Palatka, right? Out. Right, so even, even we stay little... away from Palaka, dude. <laughs> I'm killing it in Palaka. Uh, so there you go. So there, there's one little tip. So I think the deals are there. Um, you we could two, three X. Um, I think it could easily be done in multiple states. Um, and I think that one day we will do it in multiple states. But why are we not two and three Xing right now? I think there's, for me, whilst the market is white hot, the market was white hot in 05, 06, 07 too. Right. And this, this, whenever this next recession comes, this will be my second recession. Gee, I'm a little bit older than you. Um, and I've seen hey, what about me? Dom, you know, you know exactly what 2008 looked like. <laughs> um, I don't want to be um, in multiple states, you know, with 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 multi millions of dollars worth of of of, of debt. Um, yeah. What what I'm interested in doing at the moment is 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 keeping the existing, you know, two deals a week, just just nice and consistently rolling. Um, we can do that without a lot of brain damage. We can do that without having a lot, lot of lifting. We can do that with not a lot of my actual time in the day, 
And I'm actually looking at diversifying into something that's more recession proof, um, like wholesaling, right? So I'm not wholesaling. I'm building a roofing company. Um, but, but it's, it's, you know, we're not borrowing any money. We get 50% yeah. of the money up front. The roof goes on in two days. And yeah, we're only making, we'll only make three, four, five grand a roof, but we can do 10, 10 roofs a week fairly easily. Um, so, so that to me is a much more scalable, um, scalable model. There was so much construction in 2004, five, six, seven, all those houses are coming up for new roofs in this next, uh, this next few years. So I think there's going to be a yeah. super, super demand, uh, very low supply of roofers. So I think price of roofing will go up. Yep. And there's no risk there. So that's where I'm sort of starting to hedge. Um, nice. Well, let it, let us know if you need a capital partner, man. <laughs> How much you got? <laughs> How much you want? <laughs> Shark Tank says Whoever right gives now. the number first, are they the loser? Is that what happens here? <laughs> I'm here seeking $100,000 for 10% of my company. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but that's awesome. that's yeah, that, that's something I like about roofing, right? It's 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 risk free like wholesaling. It's right. it's right. you know, we're not we're not borrowing, we're not buying, we're at the you know, we get we get paid very quickly. Yeah, so and people I'm, I'm actually, need roofs. And they're not smaller dollar value jobs, they're bigger dollar value jobs. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I hear great things about the roofing industry, the margins are great. Um, and it's super simple, like flipping a house, there's a million things that can go wrong. And we've covered it over the last hour, right? ARV could be wrong. Construction budget could be wrong. The contractor could rip you off. What paint are we doing? What paint we're not doing? Are we doing cabinets? Roofing to me, it's like, what color shingle do you want? Do you want the red one, the green one, or the brown one, right? Brain damage. <laughs> you can't mess that up. Not even I can mess that up, right? So yeah, yeah. there you go. Awesome, Chris. Well, yeah, hey, so I'm, I'm not joking. If, if you need a capital partner, yeah, we're we, yeah, yeah we're, we're having trouble spending money over here, so we can talk if you need. But um, I'll take it. <laughs> I won't give it. Might not give it back, but I'll definitely take it. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. At least we got somewhere to put it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so. Oh, there's my boy Bert. What's up, Bert? Shout out to Bert. Shout out to Will Whitley. And there was someone else up there. We can give a shout out to maybe later, but yeah. So, so you're you're doing volume. You're a real life true buyer. You're not here just talking crap. You're actually buying a lot of assets. You've bought and stuff from us. We've done we've done a couple of good deals. So we we appreciate you for sure. We probably can do more. I'm not sure why our paths don't cross more often, but they need to for sure. Mm -hmm. So we'll send more stuff in your direction. Definitely. But um, I know that one of your big things is really to make a lot more relationships with wholesalers and people that have deals and things like that. So if, do you want to take about 30 seconds to talk about that and tell people how they can reach you? Yeah. So once again, you know, I think my share here is, you know, you can, if you're building a buyer's list um, or if you want an actual solid real buyer, that's, that's, you know, going to, going to deliver then, you know, I'm sure you'll be able to share, but it's it's, it's my the email address that goes to my joint where the, the, the team look at it is acquisitions at fastsaleflorida.com. And, um, you know, we can do stuff that other buyers don't. Um, you know, we can buy them in any geographical area of Florida, no matter, no matter where. The asset classes, we've talked about mobile homes, condos, over 55 stuff um you know we are interested we you know we can buy it um we can buy stuff with in as little as 
two or three days. You know, if the title is run and all we've got to do is step into a new buyer's shoes, we can probably close in a day, to be brutally honest with you. So if if your buyer lets you down um, for whatever reason, backs out, leaves you at the altar, hit us up immediately. Um, so I think there's a lot of things that we can we can definitely offer. You know, we don't daisy chain. We're not wholesalers. We've, we've done stuff where we put it on the MLS and then like 24 hours later, it's ended up back in our acquisitions at fast self ordering box with a, with a markup. So, um, there's a lot of daisy chain. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, thanks for sending my, my, my house. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we, we're not going to daisy chain. We can get you offers in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, we can do it all remotely. And, um, we can do stuff with zero day inspection and we will do stuff with zero day inspection, but the more information you can give us and the more access you can give us, even if it's just letting sort of home inspector in, we're not going to send volleys of people in or our investor partners or whatever you want to call them these days. <laughs> I, I think one home inspector in, right? That That's uh, how you're going to get the most bang for your buck on your assignment fee because the risk Immediate, right, we know it's no structural problems. We know this. We know the roof age. We know the ACH. So, please bear all those things in mind, and, and definitely send us any deals you've got. Yeah, I think on that note, it's it's uh, pretty important for people to understand, or, or other wholesalers or investors, is that um, you haven't, if you haven't done a deal together, like you haven't really had a chance to build any trust. So, if you haven't done a deal, and then you don't have a whole lot of information, what really do, does the buyers have to go on? Right. Right. And now if they need a day and they don't want you shopping around because your time is precious and the wholesaler's time is also precious, there has to be some type of agreement. Right. Make an exception, do a one business day or, or a one day um, inspection. Or yeah. Maybe. And if, and it's it's a, if it's a super good deal and it's fairly local for us, you know, we don't mind even sending somebody over, you know, without a contract. We've just got to get we've got to get some. If the numbers are tight, we've just got to get some sort of boots on the ground. Right. Um, that, I think that's my point. Because um, because if not, we're just going to go, okay, well, we're going to factor in the worst case scenario. And it kills the deal. You know, you, you right. guys don't make an assignment fee and we don't get to buy it. And I think it's just stubborn. I think some people just are that used to going zero day inspection, you know, five grand down. And then you're going, whoa, just slow down a second. We want to work with you. Um, but we all want to win too. So, so give us a little bit of latitude here. Right. Um, right. So. Awesome. I agree, man. I agree. So everybody watching, please add Chris to your buyers list. If you have a deal here in Florida, my man can perform. Um, we've sold multiple deals to Chris in the past. So Chris, thank you so much for doing this, man. No problem. Um, Enjoyed it. Wish, wish you all the luck um on on finishing out the year strong how, how many flips do you think you'll you'll do this year i think we're still we're on pace for the, the sort of two a week mark um so certainly a, a hundred north of a hundred for sure um nice. so yeah that, that's that's, awesome, that's we, we, we're trying for about 10 a month so it's it's somewhere between you know that the 100 and 120 is is where we should be able to uh, to land by the end of the uh, by the end of the year Awesome, man. Hopefully, we'll we'll help you get there, and hopefully, some of our of our viewers will help you get there, also, man. I really right. appreciate it. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. As you guys know, we go live every single Tuesday night. Tonight we did it on a Wednesday because uh, my man Dom had to go see his his twin last night at the uh, Pitbull concert. 
Um, but uh, we will be coming back at you guys next week live on Tuesday. Until then, I'm G. Guys, and I'm Dom. And this is the Cash Keeps Network. Peace. Thank you.